Welcome to our podcast for Generations in Family Business, Past, Present, and Future. Our hosts for this podcast are myself, Tim Schuster, and I'm a manager in the Center of Family Business Excellence. And actually, today we have a couple hosts today. So, Matt, do you a quick introduction? Great. Yeah, I'm Matt Kersner. I'm the Senior Manager for the Center for Family Business Excellence. Mm -hmm. And also with us? Hi, my name is Nkrumah Pierre, Director of Business Development and the Friends of the Firm program here at Eisner Amber. Fantastic. Thank you for being with us today. Um, so our subject matter is going to be recruitment of non-family executives. So guys, let's just kind of talk this through. Um, what is the best approach in order to get kind of the right fit for an organization who's a non-family member? Yeah, and Krumer, you want to? Absolutely. So I think there's a couple of uh, different moving parts here. One, why is this position open? Mm -hmm. Who was in the role before? Was it a family member or an external candidate? If it was an external candidate, why did he or she not make it? And if it was a family member, why did he or she not make it? That makes sense. So what kind of follow-up questions do you ask someone in order to figure out maybe what is a good fit for that role? Absolutely. So one is, what type of background are you looking for? Do you want someone who came from a larger company, a publicly traded company, another family-owned business, generational business? Or do you want someone who is completely a different type of candidate, someone who comes from a nonprofit or someone who comes from, from an investment bank, right? So I think getting an idea of what the profile of the perfect or ideal candidate is first out the gate is, um, is a great first step. And then secondly, you know, what are the things that make the family tick? Um, is it a type of environment where you want everyone there at 8.30 sharp? You can leave at 5.30 on the dot. Don't be there past 8.30 and don't be late to the, to the job, right? Then you have other organizations where it doesn't matter what time you get in, what time you leave, just get your job done. So you want to get a feel for the type of environment that um, the family has created and what do you have to do to be successful within that environment. That's a great, you know, and Kruma, you hit something very important. And I think, you know, when it comes to the owners and the executive team, the family that's running the organization, mm -hmm. you know, it's important for them to actually, you know, you can find people that have the skills, knowledge, and ability to do the job, yep. right? I mean, an executive job is a difficult job. And to find somebody with the right, you know, fit of the skill set is very mm -hmm. important. But what's really important is making sure that you find that cultural fit. Yes. Right? If you, if you find somebody that has all those skills, but they are just not getting along with the family, mm -hmm. with other employees, because, you know, when you work for a small family business, you know, you become part of that family. Absolutely. Absolutely yes. You're you definitely know? part of that family. And you know what? I have a couple of brothers and, and a sister, and, and we love each other, but there's days that we don't want to be in the same room <laughs> together, right? But you know what? That's what happens in family-owned businesses, Yes. and you still have work to do. So you have to find the person that has the right fit culturally. Mm -hmm. So it's important for an owner and the family members to really think through, especially at the C-level, at the executive mm -hmm. level, what are the skills? We already talked about that. But what are the characteristics that they bring to the organization that's going to be a right fit? Mm -hmm. And I've also seen um, <clears throat> organizations that like to recruit from a specific type of school, right? So you have those organizations who say, I want the pedigree from the Ivy League schools, right? Mm -hmm. You have that. Then you also have, I went to a Patriot League school, I went to uh, Lafayette mm -hmm. in uh, Easton, Pennsylvania, and I've met organizations that say, listen, we love recruiting folks out of the Patriot League schools, right? Just because they have that flavor, they have that liberal arts education, um, that well-rounded education. And then you have some organizations who say, listen, we love students out of CUNY, right? And I've seen that. So every different type of school um, or segment of school has, has kind of like that typical candidate that they recruit, mm -hmm. right? Same thing with organizations. So what I've seen is that um, owners of companies tend to pick from a certain um, demographic, 
right? Which is okay. But I've also seen them kind of flip the script and do a complete 180, which has also been helpful. Um, I think also, Matt, to your point, um, with the cultural fit, you said you become part of the family, right? And certain executives might do well if they also have a family of their own, right? You also want to get a feel for um, the type of candidate that has done well. Again, I, I, I choose um, to focus on those who have done really well and those who have not done well and try to find something in the middle to be a nice balance. Um, but listen, you might want to recruit an executive who has a family as well, right? And that might um, be a great fit for the organization. Or listen, you might say, listen, we're going to switch it up and we want someone who can be here at the drop of a dime. They may not have a family right now, but they can put in those long hours in the you know, first part of the, the job. No, that makes sense to me. And and we're fortunate enough today actually to have two centers really being represented for our podcast. How do we look at this from the Center of Family Business Excellence? With the center, we actually have a great methodology that we use to help uh, owners and CEOs and family find the right cultural fit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've been talking about the strategic roadmap yep. and, and, you know, really what's important here is for, for the organization to really have a clear understanding of their mission, their vision, their values specifically values, right? The Very culture important. and values. Absolutely. So sometimes when we get that call from the, the owner, CEO, saying, you know, I want to transition, right? I, I'm right. looking to, to leave. Or I need that, you know, VP of, of HR or marketing, but, and we don't have anybody within the family or within the organization that currently can, can do that, and we have no choice but to go out externally, we will actually interview uh, not only the owners and the senior leadership team, but others to really find out what that good fit is going to be. We also use assessments. And I really stress to the owners and to the senior leadership team to do a behavioral assessment with any candidates that are coming in mm -hmm. to make sure there's a fit. And one of the things that we use is we use assessments where we will actually work with the organization to come up with their competencies, right, their behaviors or what's important. And then based on those, we will then find the right assessment. We encourage those current employees working there take some of that assessment so we can have a little bit of a benchmark. Mm -hmm. And then any applicant that comes in, they will take that assessment to see if it's a fit. Makes sense. That makes sense to me. Right. So as we're closing our podcast today, do you guys have any closing comments for our listeners? Absolutely. The beauty of um, having the Center for Family Business Excellence and Friends of the Firm in-house is that we can collaborate internally. So the beauty of working with Matt and Lisa and the team is that, listen, if we're engaged by a client and we're working on a matter and we're consulting internally and a controller happens, a controller role happens to open up within a, an organization, Matt can come over and talk to me about the culture of the organization, what's going on internally, what kind of makes the owners tick, right? And I can then go back to my database of 3,500 CFOs and controllers and actually handpick uh, candidate that might be a good fit. So the beauty is one, we can collaborate internally, um, and then you know just truly add value for the client and the family. Um, just you know, um, kind of close the gap. And uh, my last comment is, I just want to stress values and culture, and really, the owners of the organization and how we can help is really let them look at really three major categories, owners, family, and the business. And how does the culture and value fit with all three of those? And that's where you should be searching for candidates that fit those three. That makes sense. 
Well, gentlemen, thank you both for being with us here today. And thank you for listening to Generations in Family Business, Past, Present, and Future as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. If you have any question or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at eisneramper.com. Visit eisneramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. We look forward to have you listening on our next Eisner Amper podcast.